Hey, what's going on? So, we got a new title podcast. It's called The Mental Verse. I changed it because I like to speak, you know, from from my from my head, from the top of my head, you know. I like for it to be organic. I do a little a little research, you know, on the topics I speak of. But mostly, I like for it to be mostly my opinion. Uh, a lot of the news you see today are, you know, are kind of mixed with opinion, facts, and just a lot of, uh, you know, hyped up rumors and stuff, you know. So, I, I'm trying to do, you know, what's what's interesting, what's relatable, right? Give you a little bit of my opinion, mix it with, you know, the facts, right? I mean, that's that's the world we're living in right now, right? But I mean, but it's my honest opinion, so I don't always expect everybody to agree with what I say. So this is from the mind of Tony Macaroni. Call it the mental verse. It's coming from my mental, from my mind. <laughs> you know, I'm giving you, I'm giving you what, what's coming from my head. So, I hope you understand. Uh, I hope that's clear. Uh, but so, just reading about the the issue with the U.S. and Russia, you know, Russia trying to invade Ukraine. I think it's kind of crazy. Why you want to invade that country? Trying to, trying to show some muscle. The country ain't doing nothing to you. They chilling. You know what I mean? They get a lot of their, because you get a lot of their resources from Russia. They, they are. You already got them in your back pocket. Why you want to overtake it? Why you want to invade them? Right? But a lot of countries are wanting to be self-sufficient. It's kind of hard for Ukraine to be self-sufficient. You got their neighbor, who's a who's a freaking superpower, wanted to invade you. But they rushed you back off, right? I don't think they're doing that. You got NATO sending troops over there. You got the U.S. thinking about sending troops. U.S. kind of pissed off some of the Ukrainian officials because the U.S. decided to evacuate some of his members from the embassy. UK Ukrainian officials thought that was a little uh, <laughs> they called it excessive caution <laughs> I mean we just gotta look out for our people right get them Americans out of there in case something jump off you know um, I know Germany was in, was on board to uh, on board on board for sanctioning Russia and punishing them but I think Germany is backing out of that. Germany gets a lot of its oil from Russia. I think, what, 35% of their oil comes from Russia? 60 to 53% of their, their coal, their hard coal, their energy comes from Russia. So they'll be, you know, reluctant to approve of any, uh, you know, sanctions or punishment against Russia. And they got that pipeline, you know, going that's being built. It's going to pump oil from Russia to 
to Germany. And I kind of don't blame them. But then again, you don't want to be a, a country that's solely dependent upon another country to survive. Because then again, you're putting yourself at risk to being manipulated. I mean, that's what they say about us being people who get security clearances. They want to make sure, you know what I'm saying, before they give you that security clearance, they do a background check. Because they're not trying to, you know, give you access to all this information. And there's a potential for you to be manipulated, bribed, coerced, you know, influenced. So, but uh, it's crazy. I hope nothing don't pop off, you feel me? Man, I'm not trying to be watching the news every day, hearing about... U.S. dropping bombs on Russia, Russia dropping bombs on, you know, Americans, and the Ukrainian people getting caught up in that casualties and all that stuff is, it's crazy, it's crazy. I want peace, I want peace in this world, right? Everybody's greedy these days, they want to, they want to. Want to take over weaker uh, companies? You know, well, not can I say companies? They want to take over the weaker companies of the countries. You know, and uh, but that's the way this world has always been, right? Only the survive, only the strong survive. The weaker get, you know. You know, they get, you know, captured. They get. They get overtaken. Um, but I believe, I believe in I believe in a world where we can all exist. Whether you're the strongest or the weakest, we can all exist, right? Peacefully together. Those who are strong, help those who are not so strong. Help them to get to where you're at, right? Rather than taking advantage of their weakness and say, hey, give me what you got, or else I'll. I'll take over your country. That's what happened back in the day with the Christian Crusades, right? You march upon the territory. Like, hey, believe this or not. If you don't believe, we're going to take over. We're going to kill you. <laughs> That's crazy. In other news, you got, got the mayor of New York City, you know, vowing to crack, you know, crack down on crime. And you got the district attorney, you know, kind of saying, hey, we're going to prosecute certain law, certain violations of the law. Some we're going to kind of dismiss being on the severity, but we're not going to try all cases on the severe ones. So people are complaining that hey, they're being, he's been too too soft on crime and, and there's been an increase in crime in New York City. And that was like, it was like that under Mayor de Blasio. It was like that under Giuliani. It's no different. No matter who you put in office, the crime they're gonna still report. Oh, the crimes is, is as crazy as it's ever been. But you don't know what to believe nowadays, especially when you get a, a person in office and certain news media outlets don't, don't necessarily like that individual and the policies they stand for. They're gonna report the worst about the city, trying to make that person look bad. So the news these days is skewed, right? You don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, all the time they put out this sensational news. Sensationalizing news, you know what I'm saying? And they're making it sound worse than what it is. They're twisting the news, 
not reporting it accurately. Come on, I mean, speaking of one, which is a news outlet that one of his top uh, uh, top news analysts, he was uh, somehow involved in the, the Trump uh, scandal with the insurrection on January 6th. Text messages going back and forth with him and how to, you know, giving advice to some Trump uh, supporters and stuff like that. I mean, y'all know who he is. I mean, that news outlet, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like hell bent on just attacking Democrats, making them look bad, reporting every negative thing that they could find, that they can, they can dig up and then they twist it and then they, they word it in such a way where it's dog whistling it. You know, the, the, the viewers are like just eating that up and they're gullible. They can't think for themselves. They can't, you know what I'm saying, separate fact from fiction. They can't read between the lines. They can't, you know what I'm saying? You know, they can't think for themselves. And they're going to believe everything this this news outlet send, send their way. And they're going to run with it. Oftentimes, you got to turn that TV off. Because all the information they're putting out there is negative. And it's twisted. You know? There's crime everywhere. Police are getting killed everywhere. You know what I mean? So, I mean, trying to take the calling for the DA to be fired and replaced, the mayor to step down and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's crazy. He just got elected. These, I mean, the man ain't even been in office six months. just got elected. Both of the guys just got elected. Get up a time. Get up some time to, you know what I'm saying, to iron some things out. You feel me? That's crazy. And I read a report about Hugh Hefner, right? I mean, damn, I mean, they caught, you know, what's his name, Epstein, where he was treating little young girls, you know what I'm saying, where he was, you know what I'm saying, using them for sex and mistreating them and, you know, passing them around to powerful men in this world. He got caught up, right? His uh, assistant, she got caught up. They both got convicted. I'm pretty much assuming, I pretty much believe that he got killed. He didn't hang himself. It's only a matter of time if she's gonna survive, who's gonna kill her? She knows some stuff too. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying, were, uh, what, you know, could have been, uh, you know, affected by this. A lot of powerful people, they're just trying to cover their asses, right? Then look at that Hugh Hefflin. He doing, he's doing the same, he did the same thing in the past. He was doing the same thing up until he died, right? <laughs> I mean, there's some stories out there. A lot of those stories are being, a lot of those women are being forced to keep silent, right? Because they don't want the truth to get out there. You think there was no politicians, you know, hobnobbing with who happened to powerful people, you know what I'm saying, taking advantage of young girls. Who happened to Epstein, they were, so they were just pretty much both devils, right? How come Epstein got taken down? No one took, no one decided to Go after Hugh Hefner, right? And went after Bill Cosby, right? Went after Harvey Weinstein, right? So I guess, you know what? Hugh Hefner played the game a little bit better than these guys. Huh? He covered his ass. Uh, still wrong is wrong, right? I mean, you mess with little girls. Girls still trying to figure out themselves, figure out life. 18, 19, 20. Girls are young as fuck, man. That's crazy. 
grown ass man, you're 50 years old, you with a 19 year old girl, you have to come on, bro. Then the parents be okay with this kind of shit too? Are they complicit too? Are they getting paid? Follow the money, right? It's crazy. It's crazy, man. But in this society, you know, we 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 celebrate sex, right? Celebrate pornography. Celebrate all this shit. It's like it's like what's it's like the things that are bad are being celebrated more than the things that are good. You know? It's like if you do some bad shit, you got much of a chance to become famous than doing some good shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. And there are a few people, there are many people out there who, who do some, some dumb shit and, and have to suffer the consequences for it. Speaking of which, a gentleman who works for Merrill Lynch, uh, he was at a smoothie shop. He didn't let the people know that his son had uh, son has allergies when it comes to peanut has peanut allergies. So when he asked him to fix a, a certain drink, he didn't uh, disclose to them that his son is allergic to peanuts. And the staff people said that he never told us uh, to be to not to put anything with peanuts. Uh, you know, not to put anything that has you know. A peanut ingredient in the drink so he gave it to his son and the son had an allergic reaction and he returned to the store the smoothie store and cursed out you know he said some pretty uh, racist and bigot, bigotry remarks uh, to the uh, to the staff there I think he called one of the guys a, an immigrant loser so that was a video there's a video out there got back to Merrill Lynch the company they fired the guy so this guy's going viral for doing something negative. He won't make a dime off of that. He lost. He lost the bag over that. He lost the paycheck. He lost his lost the job over that. So there are times where you know, you know doing wrong, you, you have to face the consequences. <laughs> Severe consequences, right? I think it was arrested too. So. Yeah. But then in other news, you know, you're dealing with Tom Brady. Poor Tom Brady. Poor Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They didn't make it. They're not going to make it this year. They got knocked off. You know? I think Tom Brady got one more year. What you think? You got one more season left? <laughs> he got his new company. I think he signed uh, Deion Sanderson to his company, to his brand. So, I mean, Brady decided to retire, and he's the GOAT anyway, if he decided to, if he decided to retire. Man, there's so many opportunities for him to, you know, to, to you know, just to, just to su- succeed. No matter what he does, he's going to succeed at it. So, if he, reti- if he retires, I mean, he's still good. But Brady's a competitor. That's why he's the GOAT. He's a fighter. He's not a quitter. He's a champion. He's a gladiator. He's a warrior. So, if he goes, goes forward another year... I support him. I'm a Brady fan. I mean, he played for Tampa Bay. I'm in Tampa. I live in Tampa. You know? So, we'll see, man. You know? Right now, we just have to wait. Wait till next year and see what happens with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know? So, but yeah, man, it's 15 minutes. 
And I want to say this, man. I don't believe in cops getting killed and murdered and assassinated, getting ambushed. Cops out here trying to make a living, trying to protect us, keep us safe. Got people out here who were angry at cops. And for good reason, because there, there are some dirty cops out there who've done some uh, horrible things. And you got a, uh, you got a certain few people in society who, who want to retaliate against the cops because they're fed up. I can understand the anger of, of, of those who've lost loved ones uh, due to uh, police brutality. And I can understand the anger of those who've lost loved ones who've worked for law enforcement and those individuals were out there trying to make the world a better place. So I can understand the anger on both sides. We've got to do better. I don't believe in killing cops. And I, believe in, I don't believe in cops killing unarmed uh, individuals, innocent people. I don't believe in none of that. I'm a good person. So I pray, you know what I'm saying, we can do better as a society, as a nation. Make this world a better place. Alright. That's it for the mental verse. More to follow. I'm out. Hey, what's up? Good morning. It's been a it's been a nice little minute before I mean since I I've done a done a recording and uh, this is just a follow up to the Ukraine and Russia uh, war that's going on it's unfortunate you know that the people you know so used to a certain way of life just going about their day you know just living, not caring about, you know, not thinking about ever the possibility of ever being invaded, uh, another, uh, uh, well, a superpower such as Russia, you know, deciding to invade your your country and take you over, bomb you from the air from the ground from the sea just how quickly their life has been uprooted everything that that they've known uh, up until this point was you know was everything they've known was just you know a, a normal life you know going to work like we do right going to work Every day, taking care of your family, dealing with, you know the the normal stuff people deal with. But what they're dealing with right now is something we've never had uh, the luxury of ever dealing with someone invading our country, uprooting our way of life. We're having to flee. Uh, we don't know what, what that is, what that feels like. They're having to pick up, take whatever they can with them, and get the hell out of there with their loved ones in order to survive. Going to strange countries and 
have it, they start all over because someone decides that they want what they got. It's crazy. It's been a, it's been a loss of life on both sides. It's something that could have been avoided. I don't want to go too deep into that at all, but it's something that could have been avoided. That's for another session. I don't agree with what Russia is doing. I feel bad for the people of Ukraine. Uh, feel bad for them, cause I I know what it. I know how crazy that is, especially for the and especially for the ones the Ukrainians that are here in America or in other countries throughout the world and they're witnessing on TV their country being invaded you know what I'm saying their people being invaded we've been an African American no I ain't never been to Africa I've never been to Haiti never been to Brazil but I'm black so if I when I look on TV and I see I'm saying uh, people that look like me having to flee their country because somebody chooses to invade or uproot their way of life that bothers me it really bothers me you know because these people are living their life just like we are and somebody decides that they want what they got they want more power, more control, and so they and so they go in and they're slaughtering people in order to get what they want. It bothers me, but I don't see a. What I don't see is an outpouring of support when it comes to these countries, uh, these, these these countries where they have people of color. I don't see an outpouring of support from the from the world at large. You know. Sticking up for these these countries of uh, where the where the more majority of the population are people of color, I don't see that. That bothers me. And you might say, "Oh, you're making this about race." And well, it's the world we live in. You know, we gotta deal with it. So, but do I uh, do I feel bad for the people of Ukraine? Yes, I do. But hey, my people have been dealing with this for 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 centuries, and I say my people because these people look like me, people of color. They don't deserve it. And then you're hearing about Nigerian students, foreign exchange students in Ukraine that are trying to flee as well, and they're being denied uh, the opportunity to flee. For their lives as well. So the Ukrainians, you know, the people that are on the trains and the buses, they're denying the Nigerian students and the other students the opportunity to leave. They're pushing them back, telling them that they can't, they can't uh, evacuate. So your country's being overtaken, and you still have the audacity to exercise racism 
say nepotism, I don't know. To me, it's racism. It doesn't make sense. In that moment, you still have the audacity to think that you're better than someone. And these people right here don't have, don't have the same rights and liberties as other people. So they should stay here in this, this, this hell hole. You know what I'm saying? While you guys are fleeing this hell hole. That doesn't make sense to me at all. That doesn't make sense to me at all. So, hey, that's just my spill. But I would like that same energy that people are using from around the world to support and fight for Ukraine. I would like that same energy to be extended towards uh, nations of color, uh, countries of color, where the majority of the people are uh, brown skinned, you know, or black. I would like that same energy, the same support, right? We're all humans at the end of the day, right? Bottom line, right? They make you better than me, they make me better than you. Because of the color of our skin, it doesn't matter. So, we all want the same things in life. And people may not agree with, you know what I'm saying, what I'm saying, but I really don't care. Those are my thoughts, that's how I feel. Like we're changing, you know what I mean? So, but I have a big heart. So I pray for the people of Ukraine. And I hope this situation comes to an end. I don't want Volodymyr Zelensky to, to die. I don't want anybody else dying. I don't want him to, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky to. I don't want him to, to lose his position over his country. I want him to stay in power. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want the fight to stop and Russia to go back home withdraw the troops. praying for the people of Ukraine, just like I pray for my people from around the world who are dealing with uh, atrocities simply because of color they can't scan and greed. So, all right, y'all. One love. Take it easy.